Good morning, you beautiful souls. How are you? How are you getting on at the moment? Um, I thought I'd jump on and have a little chat with you today and share my experience with some themes that keep coming up over and over again for me and for the majority of my clients, if not all of them. So this was a really important conversation and I don't think I'll be able to get through every single aspect of it and unpick it from all directions but I just wanted to give you an overview of the lay of the land, what we're doing, what we're talking about and some potential traps and some potential places and spaces that keep you locked in destructive thought patterns and some tools to be able to get yourself out of them. Because frankly, once you spot it, you got it. And whilst I'm really not a fan of little sayings like that, it's true. Uh, Just like the other one that I think of quite a bit, which is um, if it's hysterical, it's historical. That's always a good one. And it reminds me that whilst there is no blame, uh, I'm not blaming ever, ever blaming anyone. Um, There's definitely some truth in passing down through the ancestral line certain key themes uh, and experiences and the topic I wanted to talk to you today actually ties in really nicely with all of that which is about um, the idea of victim mentality. I don't know if you've ever heard of what a victim mentality is or victim consciousness maybe you've heard of it Um Or maybe this is completely new on your radar. It's not something you've ever come across before. Um, But there was something about listening to this podcast, uh, this recording today that made you go, hmm, I have no idea what she's talking about. But actually, I feel uh, an inner calling to just jump on and have a listen to what she's got to say about this. Uh, So that's your soul guiding you. Uh, So welcome. (laughs) And victim consciousness, I wish is something, to be honest, I wish it had been something that I'd been spoken to about when I was a kid. Uh, It would have saved me potentially a lot of heartache. And as I'm saying those words out loud, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, is that true? Do I actually believe that? Because uh, I know my personality and I know that I am a stubborn uh, person who really needs to have first-hand experiences of the uh, the complexity and the um, beauty and all the experiences of life first-hand. And if I don't, then I find it really difficult to take somebody else's um, perspective on as my own. I feel like I'm going off on a little tangent here. Um, and it, I have found, though, just a little side note, that at certain key points, it has been really fundamentally important for me to reach out to people who, with massive discernment that I know I can trust and have um, helped me unblock certain thoughts and experiences and beliefs that I held about myself and showed me a different way, a reframing way of... Uh, navigating my life experiences I'll talk about that another time but coming back to uh, would I have really uh, suffered less Um, and quite possibly but what I do know is that every single one of us 
has had and will have had an experience with feeling victimized in some way. So that victim consciousness is simply put an idea that is prevalent throughout society and our family dynamics that we take on certain thoughts and beliefs. They become ingrained in our families. They become ingrained in our experiences, our interactions, our relationships, and our relationships to ourselves as well. And we pass them down from generation to generation so they get reinforced. And in some cases, they get even more accentuated. And victim consciousness is any place or space where you have thought yourself consciously or unconsciously with awareness or not to be not worthy of a situation or that somebody has power over you in some way. And that um, is a a very, very um, simple example is when you go to the doctors and you walk into the doctor's, um, doctor's room, do you have already a thought in your mind that says, whatever this person says, I'm going to take as a fact because they obviously know more than me. They've had a lot more training. Or is there a part of you that goes, oh, you know what? This person clearly knows more about my body and bodies in general, but they don't know my body. So I'm going to keep my hmm, my connection to myself as something that's really sacred and important. And if the information that I get doesn't feel quite right, then I'm going to trust my intuition and keep searching for something until it does. That might be a highly controversial uh, example, to be honest, because lots of people have very, very trusting relationships with their doctors. But I've seen where we give our power away a lot in many, many situations where we say to somebody, you know more than me because you've studied more or you've done more, you've got more experience and therefore I give over my sense of self, my sense of power, my sense of whether this is checking in, whether this is right for me or not, to somebody else. And this, so victim consciousness, Not let me use a different example uh for for those of you who have followed my journey for a while you'll know that i have had exceptionally challenging uh relationships um romantic relationships where there was a dominant person and a victimized person and I'm very careful with using these words because the idea is um, what gets reinforced is that somebody was had power over the other. And when I was in this situation, I definitely felt that the person had power over me, that they could control me, that they could uh, basically manipulate, gaslight and make me do whatever they wanted me to do. Uh, I felt that I had low self-esteem, no self-worth. 
And really, uh, they were much louder and much more aggressive than me. And I didn't, I didn't know how to navigate that kind of situation. I didn't even realise that I could take myself out of that kind of situation. I had absolutely no idea that I had a choice. My fundamental and underlying belief was that this was all that I was worth. I was, uh, this was the, this was normal. Actually, I did believe that the type of relationship that I was in was normal and that everyone had these types of relationships and that it was up to me to try and figure out how to make the best of it. And obviously, when you have children involved, it gets even more complicated. But this kind of, and what I remember thinking uh, once I left that relationship was the fundamental belief that it was all to do with the other person and it was all their fault, it was their behaviour and I was blameless in that situation. And I'm going to tell you something controversial here, but it's controversial only because it goes against the social norm and what we're taught to believe and which is ingrained in the victim consciousness in our society and that is that we are not responsible for our actions and they should be made responsible but that's not true the truth is that both parties within that situation both of them whether you think you're a victim, whether you think the other person's a victim or a dominant person or aggressive, abusive, both parties are involved in that dance. Both parties are involved in creating that victim situation happen. Because I remember thinking, if somebody else was to be put in that situation and swap them out with me, would that situation still stand? And I knew it was a no. They might try, the other person might try and create those kind of behaviours with that person. But it's like pieces of a puzzle. And these pieces of puzzles, you've got one piece, they've got the other piece. And what, you, what they're trying to do, what the universe is trying to do, is piece these two pieces of puzzles together for an alchemical union, an alchemical relationship And what that means is two people come together and it can be friendships. It can be actually, it can be with your children, uh, anyone, any single person that comes into your life. They, if they're significant and they mean something, uh, they will bring whatever issues you have to the surface for witnessing, for healing ultimately, because these thoughts that we have about ourselves and we hold in terms of projection and blame about others, they're not true. They are distorted. They're an illusion. They are keeping us completely tied to uh, programming, to societal, what's the word, conditioning, Uh, that keeps us feeling small, that keeps us believing and thinking that we are less than that we are powerless to affect change. You know that feeling when you think, I really want to do something about this, but I can't. And then you start to feel sick and worried and overwhelmed because you think, I can't do it. I literally can't do it. I can't. There's nothing I can do in this situation to make the outcome different or to help myself feel better. 
I just can't do it. And it's in those moments when what I'd like to do is create, uh, offer you the insight that is you do have a choice. And if you don't feel like you can do it now on your own, which is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely a, a valid thought, then f- reach out, ask the universe for help and guidance, reach out to somebody like me or uh, your friendship groups and ask for support, ask for guidance. Guaranteed there will be somebody who can point you in the right direction to give you support. And if it's specifically about abuse, then there's a lot of good information out there. Um, there's a there's a book actually that I read called Why Does He Do That by Lundu Bancroft. Um, and it's called Why Does He Do That? But you can nowadays... Uh, it, I, really, it should be why Why do they do that? Because I've met many um, men who are the who play the role of the victim and women who do the victimizing. So, is and I'm sure there are all sorts of dynamics to do with abuse that isn't to do with just gender. Also, um, so that was a life changing book for me that made such a massive difference uh, to my experience. And then, and then what we want to be doing is thinking about, well, if this isn't the way that we want to be interacting, if this isn't the way we want to be relating to ourselves, then what does it actually look like? What do we want to be doing instead? And I am beyond like, so deliriously happy that there is an abundance, a massive abundance of people out there now who are starting to create content and workshops and masterclasses and books and videos all around this subject of creating liberation and freedom and guidance and sovereignty and taking back your inner power with whoever you are. Um, and some of my favourites are, uh, you'll have heard me talk about, about them before, Brené Brown has got a wealth of books from Rising Strong to Braving the Wilderness. Um, they're fantastic and uh, definitely one of my heroes along the journey. Another really good one that I've read is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And whilst Untamed doesn't really give you any concrete solutions or suggestions. It certainly helps you not feel alone. It gives you a really good feeling like there is a community out there that there are. And it reinforces this idea that actually it is a a worldwide experience that we are all experiencing together. And, oh, uh, let me just add also... There's a a book called Conscious Loving, which I absolutely adore uh, and really talks about how what are the factors that come into our relationships that stop us from having conscious, loving relationships with each other. And that's really something that I'm super, super passionate about, uh, liberating ourselves from all destructive behaviours and patterns, liberating ourselves from all thoughts that keep us um, in suffering and pain and finding something that feels really expansive and 
life-affirming and intimate. I want intimacy. I want heart and connection intimacy, not only with my friends, my family, but also uh, with my partner, my children. And I really do believe that when we start working and start looking at our inner child healing, when we start identifying these thoughts like victim consciousness, then we really, really start breaking free from these patterns that have been so utterly destructive in our society. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can really feel that. That's really resonating, reverberating in my body right now, this sense of uh, rising up, this sense of creating something new and being part of the solution rather than the problem. Um, and, you know, all of us are here part of the quote-unquote problem because that's the reality of our situation. But it, what we have access to now more than ever before is tools and techniques uh, to help us, guide us and uh, navigate this time where not only do we come out of victim consciousness, but we have the ability to create something absolutely incredible. Um, one of the tools that I use to help remind myself that I am... <laughs> that I am a queen. I am a queen, not a queen who reigns or has power over somebody else. That's not what I mean. I mean somebody who is fully within themselves, fully feeling strong. Um, obviously, I have good days and uh, more wobbly days. But to remember that anything that feels less than solid within us is an illusion and or a, an opportunity to look at our inner child or some trauma that needs our attention and healing. But at our core, we are all queens. We are. Man, woman, boy, girl, them, us, whoever, whatever. We are absolutely magnificent. And uh, I want us to remember that. Oh, yes. So uh, what I was saying was one of the tools to remember that this, which I use often because I forget. Um, I do forget because it's not an ingrained experience yet in my reality. I do forget because I have neural pathways that reinforce my victim consciousness, my lack mentality, my feelings of being less than or too much or they're very ingrained. They're very, very, very solid. They're pathways that have played out many times and they're like familiar friends. I remember listening to uh, an Alanis Morissette song called Precious Illusions. Uh, if you've not heard of it, this speaks to that exactly. And uh, I do love a bit of Alanis. Um, she also has a really good podcast. And she interviews some very inspiring people. Uh, so go check that out if you're curious. But um, one of the ways that I help myself with these thoughts uh, to bring them back into alignment, back into the truth of who I am, is I use black spruce, the essential oil black spruce. Black spruce is like, uh, and if you've heard my conversation with Tiffany Carroll, uh, we do, she does a little guided meditation in the podcast that we did. 
So go check that out. I think it might have been, was it number 15? No, I think it was further back than that. Um, but we talk about, she uses black spruce um, in te- for fear, but also uh, I use it for strength. Black spruce helps us to connect to the heavens. Uh, I imagine the top and the, of the tree is uh, tickling with the aurora borealis. They're like communicating with each other, the, the edge of the cosmos and beyond. And then the roots of the black spruce are down deep communicating with the, the davas, the nutrients, the water, the fungi, the microorganisms. And it stretches uh, and creates a bridge between both the above and below. And in the middle is just this really solid, strong tree that when you smell it, just gives you goosebumps. It gives you solidity. It helps to feel expansive and strong and confident and reminds you. It's like a an energetic sample of the truth of who you are in, an, in this bottle. And I find that with essential oils. I find that they are an embodiment of truth within these bottles. So like rose is the truth of love uh, and nurture and the core of the universe, that love feeling. Helichrysum is like the power of the sunshine in a bottle. Coriander seed helps with nurturing your inner child, especially if you're using it on CV8, which is your womb space. And geranium also with uh, rose is all about love and trust. And, oh, I could wax lyrical about all of these oils, but they're, if we're talking about victim consciousness being a distortion in our thinking, then these essential oils are the exact opposite of that. They are the truth of our consciousness. They are the truth of this experience. They are the truth of how we can interact with this life in a more compassionate, kind, loving, caring, nurturing, strong, confident, boundaried, connected intimate relationship and the more I use them the more I realize that they weave their magic into every cell every part of my body they communicate with the bits that I can't see they work on a deeply quantum level they are they are my allies they work uh, alongside me, with me, support me. They work intuitively. Uh, and I am deeply, deeply thankful and grateful to have a wealth and range of allies uh, to support us on this journey, to support me specifically on this journey. And w- uh, with my clients, we use these as part of the protocol especially if we're working through destructive thoughts and limiting beliefs because they help us to come back into proper alignment, proper truth with ourselves. 
I do believe that victim consciousness, believing in these thoughts that we are less than, that we are not worthy, that we can't, in whatever shape or form or size that means, that we can't do something, that there's something wrong with us, is one of the greatest fracturings of our hearts. And I celebrate all of you who are taking steps to learn what it means to feel stronger, to nurture, to create clearing of your ancestral lines so that we pass down less of this to our children. That we have an opportunity now, like never before, to rise up, to take back our truest power, to release the thoughts and the feelings and the experiences that don't serve us, that keep us in suffering, and swap them, reframe them, let go of them for something that is true, liberating, freedom creating. And I want to be part of that every step of the way. I am by your side. I am by my side. (laughs) And this is an exciting time to be alive. Truly, truly exciting. So I dedicate what I do. I dedicate this podcast. I dedicate my work, my heart, my soul. I dedicate it all to the uncovering of truth. Oh, I feel really emotional saying this out loud. The uncovering of truth within you, within me. The uncovering of our divinity, of our sovereignty. And I will support you and I in every way that I can to liberate ourselves from anything that isn't true. I love you. Thank you so much for listening today. If this resonates with you, I would love to hear from you. I'm going to do a few more of these uh, downloads, these thought downloads that I have when the kid's gone to school and I've got a minute's piece and share what's really on my heart at the moment. And I'm excited and hopeful and massively grateful for it all. Have a lovely day. Take care and I'll see you soon.